Yeah, hello everyone. Um, so this is my second time sharing in one of these uh, group studies. Uh, thank you so much uh, to Emily Shuja for inviting me. Uh, so when Emily Shuja first approached me asking if I could uh, do a video sharing or if I would be willing to do so, she gave me a list of videos to choose from. And I took a quick glance at them. And by the third or fourth video, I was already way out of my depth. Um, their titles like wisdom and dealing with people and matters what sutra should we chant for the deceased the true meaning of the seventh lunar month and none of these felt like they were really within the realm of my understanding i thought to myself i'm definitely not qualified to be speaking on any of these ideas i was ready to pass on the invitation but here i might as well just watch one um, which is the one that we just saw and i'm sure some if not all of you have experienced this before where you're struggling with something or another, and then you watch one of the master's videos, and it seems like it was tailor-made to help you. That's exactly what happened to me. But before I get to that, let me introduce you to my friend, Damon. So during my time at the University of Washington as the co-president of the Sijing chapter there, I pulled in several of my own friends who just happened to have an interest in volunteering, uh, who had had no prior knowledge of Sijing. Damon was one of those friends. He landed an internship at Boeing and began working there earlier this summer. Soon after he started working, he asked me if it was normal to say that volunteering was one of his hobbies or interests. Apparently, each time he introduced himself and mentioned that he enjoyed volunteering, he received weird looks where people would say, oh, well, that's nice, but what do you do for fun? He couldn't quite explain why he enjoyed volunteering with Sijing beyond. I like to give back to the community. He really liked the people in our club, but he felt that there was something else that drew him to volunteering. At the time, I had no real answer for him. We both just moved on. But that question in particular has stayed in the back of my mind the whole summer, until now. Titled, To Serve or To Be Served, Master addresses uh, Damon's question almost as if he had asked her directly. She explains that those who had wisdom choose to help others in suffering through struggles and tribulations because they know that that is the right thing to do. Their attitude towards life reflects a spirit of giving. So helping others brings them joy, peace of mind, and a clear conscience. Others may mock them or ask why they don't indulge in other pleasures during their free time, or it seems like the logical thing to do. When you have time to yourself, why not spend it doing something that is fun? The key, in my opinion, lies in a difference in attitude. Giving to others may not seem like fun to most people, as they may define fun as something that gets their adrenaline pumping, or something that makes them laugh until their knees are weak. For people like Damon, though, doing the right thing to benefit humanity is enough to bring him joy. In his mind, the right thing to do and the fun thing to do are synonymous. In Master's video, she refers to the distinction between these two kinds of people as the difference between wisdom and intelligence. Now, I'm not saying that Damon has wisdom beyond his years or anything like that. Rather, that this attitude is something that can be learned and practiced. This is particularly relevant to me now, as I am attempting to hand over my Tsujin Club to the next generation of students. Throughout the four years I spent trying to increase our membership and retain any members we gained, the focus was always on fun. How do we make events more fun for them? How can we make them want to attend more often through fun activities and games that supplement the community's service? Crucially, I missed the mark in terms of emphasizing that service itself provides the fun. It's easy enough to say like, oh, when we give to others, we also receive something in return. But oftentimes there are reassurances like, plus there's free food, or, oh yeah, the games we play afterwards are so much fun. 
for me, I realized that these assurances come out of the fear that people won't find our events uh, fun enough to continue coming. Just a, simple words, just a few simple words from Master, however, have changed my entire way of thinking. As I continue offering guidance to the club, I've become more insistent that our current officers focus less on what restaurant we're going to eat at after an event and more focus on making sure we're providing the right context and frame of mind before going into a service event. Instead of going through the motions in an effort to make the fun come faster, the service itself must be the centerpiece. And really, if an event is done well, the service can be even more fun than the supplemental activities. As easily as people are drawn to the presence of fun things to do, they will leave just as easily when they find things that are more fun to do. While I cannot say I know the best method for affecting this change in mindset, we're working together as a club to find out. I know the theme for this month is do not forget that year. In my case, that is a reminder to myself to not let this next year be easily forgettable, to enact change within and around me as much as I can using this newfound knowledge. Thanks again to Emily Strija for inviting me to speak.